Right now, the Connacht Under-20 football final is live in full here. The team's back out for the second half in Tume Stadium. Galway leading Sligo by seven points to six as we rejoin our commentary team of Connemara and Colin McGee. Thanks, Austin. And you've joined us at a perfect time as the Galway players come back onto the pitch. Sligo are out the last, you know, 30 seconds, 60 seconds or so. And let's hope that Sligo are first to everything in this second half. Sligo trailed by a point at half time. The moment we talked about the talking points in the first half was that confusion around Luke Casserly's throw in the first half. And what we were hearing at half time was that a Sligo player kicked past it back to him inside the 45. And the defensive mark was whistled for by the referee, which caused confusion. Luke Casserly thought it was a free and just gave it to, threw it to a, a teammate. Very, very unfortunate. So that hopefully will clear off the confusion as the ball is in for the second half. Sligo won the throw in in the first half. It's Galway who win it in the second half. And they're on the attack here straight away through Sam O'Neill. He's already on the edge of the D. There's a loop runner. There's a pass on. But there's a brilliant contact again by Dylan Walsh putting his body on the line. Sligo have clogged that D area. Canis Mulligan gets a brilliant hand in. Aggressive in the tackle. The goal man hits the floor. But the wing back Bernard Cohen picks up the ball. And Galway are attacking the D again. There are two bounces there. There could be a goal chance here for Galway. Instead, he tried to chip it over the bar. He's chipped it wide from about 13 metres in front of the goal. That's a let off for Sligo. But again, there's that danger con we talked about. There is that Sam O'Neill at midfield. You know, the St. James of Man, he's got great pace. He cut right through the middle. And that's the only time in a game, really, where you're going to have six on six uh, that you can go through. And it opened up for me. came through. We dealt with it well and got away without the score. That, that really should have been a Galway score from that distance. Ethan Carden's kick pass goes out to the right wing back position. It actually hit Jack Follin on the head. And it's back in Galway hands as Sam O'Neill looks and plays a beautiful kick pass inside. It's going to be dangerous. It bounces. Connor Johnson is in hot pursuit of Sean Birmingham, the referee. Liam Devaney from Mayo says that was too aggressive, that was through the back and it's going to be a free in for Galway just literally inside the D, about two paces inside the D and you can see there's a glove in the way of the kicker, Killian O'Curran, kick three, place balls in the first half, he's going to attempt his fourth one here, yellow boots, unusual style here as he almost stands away from the ball holding it out far from his body, the right footed shot is in it looks good here the applause is from the Galway crowd and they stretch their lead to 8-6 at the start of the second half a minute and 40 on the clock similar start to the first half it's, it's been all Galway thus far but we're only we're only just got into it talking to the Galway BFM boys there they do say that that is the score and goals they were trying to hang their hat on that but Luke Casterly bursting away here Luke Casterly huge pace taking the short kick out and he must have covered 60-70 metres and he has Sligo between the 65 and 45 Dylan Walsh looks to see what's on he hand passes it out to the sideline to Mark McDaniel. That's his trademark, breaking in a pace. He surely pulled around the shoulder there. Referee doesn't even sit, look interested in that. Galway turnover ball in their left corner back position through Colin McDonagh, the man from Neavena, Letchermore, as they break on the front of right in front of our vantage point here. It's almost a blind left-handed pass by Jack Bolan. They're breaking in at the D here again. It's dangerous from Sligo. Right-footed Slattery over the bar for his third point, number 15. Jake Slattery, his third point from play. Three seems to be the number. Three points for him, three points in the difference here. Galway nine, Sligo three, and Galway have gotten off to a rocket start like they did in the first half. And their most impressive forward against Leitrim has taken up where he left off, and he's really a handful in there. He's a very impressive player, he's very elusive, and can he finish when he gets it? Three points against Leitrim, three points here so far this evening as Ross line breaks over to 65. We've seen that in the two games so far. He hand pass to Darboy. Quick hands to Ross Doherty. Quick hands to Josh Flynn. There could be a goal chance here for Sligo. He hand passes it over the bar. Or has he? He has. 
I thought for a second there was hesitation from the umpire. That's a brilliant response from Sligo and huge pace. Huge pace, brilliant, and you know, every man took the right option there. And when we went into Josh Flynn and talk about Cullum, he knows him well as a club man here. We were saying if Sligo were to get a goal, he's the man that you'd put your money on. He's come in here, he, you know, wasn't expecting to get on as early as he did. Matt Henry's misfortune was his chance, and he's taken a two points from play. A massive score. Yeah, if you've been around Kilcoyne Park or St. Attractors, you'll hear the get it to Josh pretty quickly, and that's what was on my mind there as that ball went through. The angle was probably a bit too acute for him to go for goal. He made the right option, I think, and fisted it over. We would have seen it at the weekend with Monhen and their player, their young 23-year-old, inexperienced player, they call him. But he went for it and won the game for Monhen. If Josh went and did the same there and missed, he'd have been cursed by the Sligo faithful. So it's back to a two-point game. Four minutes exactly in the second half. Nine for Galway, seven for Sligo. Josh Flynn has two points to his name since he came in for the injured Matt Henry as Galway's number 10. Matthew Thompson claims a lovely kick out and just on the opposite side of that Dylan McLaughlin cuts that out brilliantly that's his bread and butter Dylan McLaughlin at centre back Connor Johnson at full back St. Attractors joint captains this year so that foundation of defence is full of experience men with two under 20 medals already and two minor medals and on the talk of captains James Donlan the Summerhill Hogan final captain is out through injury today and Sligo on the attack again. Dylan Walsh, is he going to shape for a shot here? A lovely backdoor cut there by Luke Barron. Hand pass, but he's down the end line. It's recycled back out to Dylan Walsh. If this is faster, there's a chance for Sligo. It's back out to Canis Mulligan. He squares his man up. Lovely jink inside on his left foot. He's burrowing his way through a goal. He's inside. He's on the penalty spot. Ball is fumbled, but it's retained by Sligo. But it needs to be faster. He's going to get stripped of possession. He is. Goal will come out. But what a beautiful sidestep by Canis Mulligan. Sligo's forwards are working massively to try and turn this ball over but that big bruiser Killian O'Curran takes a lovely line Conor Barra is shouting steps but you have to admire the pace and power how he got out of that corner oh, great pace he's like a centre in rugby the way he burst out you mentioned Canis Mulligan step inside it was absolutely beautiful there was no space but Canis made the space unfortunately we we, missed, we fumbled the ball when it came across the middle with the score on and Galway's defence are very very good at getting in that if they stand you up they will strip you as they did you could forgive the listeners for thinking there was a score there it was just a turnover so every little win is being cheered here this game is finally balanced as another shot comes in from Sean Birmingham on the loop right footed it's high but it's wide to the left for their second wide of the second half their seventh in total they kicked seven first half wides against Leitrim wasteful you might say but Sligo won't care they'll be delighted with that nine points to seven there's six minutes gone here there's a slight break there's conference in front of us here in the Sligo management Enda Mitchell JP Carden Aaron McGowan Paul Henry are here in front of us Ross Donovan is somewhere in the mix over on the far sideline as well I'd say so men with great know-how and hopefully that can get them over the line today but it's all to do for Sligo Darrow Boyle with a brilliant ball out in front of Aina O'Donoghue the man from Killer Aaron but it's the man from Colry St. Joseph who's been fouled here similar to his point last week he's surely been fouled the hand is up brilliant by Darrow Boyle we saw that last week he took a ball and ran it about 60 metres and fisted it over the bar at this occasion he was hauled to the ground and referee Liam Devaney gave no there was no hesitation there and he had the hand up from about three or four seconds beforehand and the free is now in the hands of Luke Marne but it's not an easy free he's only about four or five paces in from the far sideline over on the scoreboard side right footed his usual lazy looking style it's looping it's going to be short is it it is it's under the crossbar the goalkeeper James Egan punches that one clear 
and we saw Sligo leave a ball into the keeper's hands in the first half it ended up in the over the bar at the far end so let's hope Sligo can stifle this attack but so far Galway are over the halfway line they look like they mean business here there's men in the full forward line running left right and centres they're in on the D they're in on the 21 but he's running away from goal left footed brilliant block by Dylan McLaughlin but Connor Johnson is chasing Sean Birmingham Galway set a brilliant tackle by Connor Johnson but again Galway are first to the scrappy break and Sligo have got back in numbers but they need to be disciplined Ronan Nyland brilliant turnover and the cheers you can hear for Sligo turnover and the Sligo wave is coming forward Captain Callis has it he looks up he gives it to McDaniel can he see an option inside nothing on just yet as all the players had retreated but they're up in numbers now it's in the hands of Luke Barron he jinks back onto his right here's the shot his last one was short this one is short and wide as well unfortunately but importantly Con, we didn't concede off the last ball short that would have been the score of scores because we mentioned that man at midfield Sam O'Neill he's a beautiful footballer beautiful runner when he came back in he went you know he ran 50 metres he went for the score and what a block inside by Dylan McLaughlin comes in then to Birmingham and he goes to go by we've that other man Connor Johnson coming in the same to track his coach and was working well the defensive stuff there with the broke out with it it would have been great if it finished with a Luke Merrin score thanks for that one Con I'll give you your tenor after for saying that one and just so you talk about beautiful footballers and athletic balanced footballers Owen Morgales Dylan Walsh is being readied here he's number 19 on his back who he's going to replace that's yet to be determined but Josh Flynn the other sub the early sub gets Luke Ross away lovely jink onto his unfavoured right foot and he's been tackled aggressively but he manages to get the ball to Darrow Boyle that's a punch in the tackle that's a loose fist there in the tackle into the ribs of Darrow Boyle. A lazy, typical corner forwards tackle, you'd have to say. And it's a free in for Sligo. Brilliant burrowing by Darrow Boyle. And Dylan Walsh is being introduced here now. We're just, we're just trying to see who is going to be withdrawn. Number 10, Mark McDaniel. Mark McDaniel has just heard his name being announced. And he is that lonely trot over to the sideline. That's the same substitute that was made more or less at the same time last week, Con. Yeah, Mark won't be surprised at that. He's given his all there and he's been on a lot of ball. The man that won that last free, he's won our last two frees for us in the forward position. Darrow Boyle is really coming into this game. When he gets that ball, he is so honest and his speed causes panic. So that draws fouls and hopefully we'll, we'll convert this one and get it back to a, a one-point game. But the character of these lads is not in question. Nine and a half minutes played in the second half. Sligo have an opportunity to close the gap. It's currently 9-7. Luke Marin left-footed. It's over the bar. It's a lovely score. Sligo have narrowed that gap. That's Luke Marin's fourth score of the evening here in Troom Stadium. Galway 9, Sligo 8. Dylan Walsh from Omar Gales is in. So that's going to add to the fun for us with two Dylan Walshes for Sligo on the pitch. But hopefully we're having fun at the final whistle. Long way to go yet. We've 20 minutes plus injury time to go. As Galway claim their own kick out at the right wing back position. Quick move with the foot pass to Bernard Cohn. And they're on the move again. Lovely jink over on the far side. Lovely balance by the Galway player. They're more or less on the halfway mark here. Left hand, we saw a right-handed, a right-footed solo, a left-handed pass. Lovely skills by the Sligo player. But Dylan Walsh's first involvement is to spoil Galway possession and pick the pocket of Brian Cogger as Dylan Walsh from Eastern Harps goes on the run. He's got Dylan Walsh Harps up with him. Harps Dylan. Hand pass over the back for Luke Byrne. He thought about goal. Can he chip it over? Equaliser. Sligo are level. 
Brilliant, brilliant score. What a move. Dylan Walsh, fantastic football. And then that backdoor cut again. We've seen it once already. I thought there was a sniff of a goal chance on if there was somebody free across the square. And you'd have to say, and it, oh, it's really lifted here. It's fantastic. Paul Henry is turning to the crowd, giving the fists up to get the crowd going. It's magic stuff. And in this game, how finely poisoned is a goal in this game would be absolutely huge, Colin, wouldn't it? Conomara's elbows are flying here in the commentary box. I'll have to keep my, my distance. 11 minutes gone. Luke Barron has clipped over his fifth point, his first from play, and has levelled matters 9-0. And there's a break in play because James Egan, the Galway goalkeeper, is down with an injury. Is that tactical? Is that genuine? Time will tell. But you'd imagine Sligo are really going to go after this one, Con, this kick out, and try and really put pressure on that Galway defence. Absolutely, Aaron. Dylan Walsh has moved forward with that switch. He's gone into wing forward, and he can play. He's happy anywhere on that pitch. But after that score by Luke Murray, he was chasing up the boys behind him, getting the hands going, saying, come on, lads, let's drive this home. That's Eastern Harps, Dylan Walsh, and Canis with a massive punch to break it over three goal players. Ormo Gales, Dylan Walsh is through, but surely he's pushed in the back. He fumbles ball. Ronan Island drags a man around the play, around the shoulder as Galway break ball out of defence. Maybe my bias got the better of me there. The ball just did break away from Dylan Walsh, but there's enormous pressure by the Sligo forwards. And Galway do well in the shape of Jack Follin to get ball forward to their centre forward and danger man, Killian O'Curran. We talked about his play, his free-taking, his power earlier. Hopefully we won't be talking about it too much more. A lovely kick pass in to the corner forward, Jake Slattery. He takes it first time. It's a turn. It's a shot. It's wide. I thought some people were shouting for the mark there, but I think the kick pass was from inside the 45. It was from inside, and Galway are not going to go away in this game. But there's such a bit of belief about our players out there. They really are filling the jersey out. But it's a, it's a great battle. It's a great game to be at. Like Galway are playing great football. Sligo are playing great football. Ethan Carden goes to left wing back. A relatively short kick out aimed for Canis Mulligan it was broken and it's back in the hands of Luke Casserly and they're kind of going sideways and Doddry a little bit here from Sligo you'd like them to get a bit more pace into it speaking of which here's Connor Johnson gets the ball to Ross Doherty and that man has legs to burn and pace to burn and speaking of which here's Omar Gales Dylan Walsh he's broken the tackle he's been fouled by Bernard Cohn he's away the referee has given advantage he's inside the D he's surely been fouled again quick hands out the D to Darrell Boyle out to Luke Barron that's the man you want on it left footed here's the shot it's in the air the umpires love it we love it 10-9 Sligo Sligo points to the good if I'm not mistaken, Con, that's the first time we've led in this game. The first time we've led in this game, but the belief in these guys is just unbelievable. No stage to the panic. Five points to one down, we're back to 10-9 up. Let's keep it driving home. Let's keep it driving home. And the kick-out has gone over the sideline. The Sligo roar, you can hear it. Let's hope we're hearing it in 20 or so minutes' time, but a long, long way to go yet as Galway start to ring the changes. Number 19, Michael Monaghan, is in. He scored a second-half goal against Leitrim. Sligo will hope that, that he does not repeat the dose. And he's got in there on Ross Darty. They are two big, hard, strong running men matched up together and Ross will relish that but he got a great goal against Leitrim he powered through from the left half forward position to stick a goal let's hope he doesn't do anything of the sort tonight number five Bernard Cohn is the man replaced by Michael Mohn as Sligo go on the attack again Darrow Boyle's been fouled he clips it with the left foot it's off up over the bar Sligo have another score Darrow Boyle off his left foot he had no right to go down the end line he checked back he clipped it over with his unfavoured left foot and Sligo with Darrow Boyle's first point of the game are two points to the good 
Oh, Darrow Boyle, I love him. I love him as a footballer, let's clarify that. But as a footballer, the honesty of him. And when he gets it, he will go for it. He will draw fouls, he will get scores. What a player. We're into the final quarter. 15, we're 14 and a half minutes gone. We're nearly into the final quarter. You'd imagine we have a bit more to go with added time and substitutes and things like that. But Sligo are two points to the good. They're in good shape at the moment. But 15 minutes in football is a long, long time. And Galway are on the attack again. They're inside the 45, over on the stand side. Their player, number 12, Berglochet, cuts in off the sideline, but is repelled by Harp Stillamulch, as opposed to Omer Gale Stillamulch. Brian Cogger, their number six, he is playing at six, and he's at the centre of everything, the pivot of that move from one wing right across to the other. As Sligo get back, Sligo have every single player except for Luke Marne inside their own 45. Ronan Nyland, the man who came in for the injured James Donlan last week against Mayo, is chasing. As is Harp still in Walsh here. He waited for the play. He's been beaten by the man, but the man has to check back. He sells a dummy, but they still have no shot away. Galway are being repelled here. Sligo's defensive discipline is good, but it needs to remain so. As Killian O'Curran, their leader, is on ball. He's trying to make things tick there, but he's a bank of three. Darrow Boyle, Ronan Nyland, Canis Mulligan, Ross Doherty now as well in front of them. As they switch it out to the far side, Connor Sheridan is going to try and make that Galway man turn back. That goal man on the ball now is Patrick Egan, the man from Currafin. As they get the ball to O'Curran again, he's surely barging there. The referee has his hands behind his back. Turnover, Sligo! Massive turnover, Sligo! Brilliant defensive discipline. They set the trap, the turnover ball. Huge moment, Con. Oh, brilliant defence, because watch your coach. If you were, if you were with Galway, you'd say, keep moving it over and back, keep asking questions. After, after a minute or so, the gaps will open. There was no gap. Absolutely brilliant. Sligo looking to pick gaps now. Is there a kick pass option for Luke Marin? There isn't. There's a big physical belt there by Ian O'Donoghue on a Sligo player to turn him back, but Sligo maintained possession through Shamrock Gales man Connor Sheridan to drum Cliff Ross's points. Ross Chambers, he's breaking through a pace. Hand pass out to Dylan Walsh from Harps. Is he going to wind this up right-footed? He's not. Luke Marin is round on the loop, but he's going out back out towards the 45. This is going to get slow and congested again. We hope that Sligo don't fall into the same trap that Galway just did. It's definitely a phase of play that you see in many inter-county games now. If you don't break at pace, the blanket defence gets back there. Oh, Ross's line almost touched the ball on the ground. And as he went down on the ball, he was... He wasn't nudged in the back, he was bulldozed through the back by Patrick Egan. The second goal with substitute, number 17, Jack Lonergan is in. Jack Lonergan is a man I am familiar with, Con, a beautiful footballer from Clare Galway. I've seen him in action for the Galway Miners, I've seen him in action for Clare Galway schools team. A fine footballer as Sligo ring the changes as well. Number 21, James Kiernan from Eastern Harps is in for Ross Doherty of Calera Strand Hill. So this is go time in the last quarter where the changes are being made. This is where the management teams are shuffling the deck. Paul Henry, Enda Mitchell, high fives for Ross Doherty coming off. Aaron McGowan is there. JP Carden is there. Sean Taylor, the SNC is there. Ross Donovan is somewhere over on the far sideline. Thankfully, he's a long way away from our microphones this week, Con. But we might get him afterwards for a song if, if we get over the line. We wouldn't be getting the same yahoos as we got, I think, in the middle of the second half. The last day, a good bit tighter here, but we are in control. We are in control as of now. We were in control in Hyde Park. We were in control in Bacon last week. Canis Mulligan is in control. A beautiful kick pass down the line to Darrow Boyle. He nudged his man. He gave him the hip. But he, he's surrounded now by two tacklers. He's a judge to have thrown the ball back to Dylan Walsh. 
and credit, uh, credit to Galway I must say if they get you clamped at all and get lads in around you and, and the ref has been consistent with that all the way through they'll strip it off you really good defence but if, if, if Dara took that ball first time and turned yeah you know, he was he, away it was a sniff of goal on it's just the there. speed of the second tackle there I suppose first man delays and turns and the second man gets in and closes that door 100%. and Sligo are doing that just now between Josh Flynn and Luke Marn and it's a brilliant turnover Anything you can do, I can do better, says Sligo. And a quick restart. It's back in the hands of Darrell Boyle. Connor Sheridan is coming like a train down the centre channel. There's two Galway players there with him. He's on his knees. He gets the hand pass away to Luke Byrne. He's nudging the back. He falls to the ground. There's a cluster of maroon jerseys around him. And that man, Patrick Egan, the number eight for Galway, comes away with ball. But the intensity, the pace is definitely building. Sligo are not set up at the back here as Galway are coming on the attack with... Matthew Thompson Matthew scored a, a goal against Leitrim a point earlier on today let's keep him away from goal hopefully Galway are inside they're on the D it's that danger man Slattery three points to his name the shot is in I had an old coach con and he talked about not kicking the ball properly calling it a hen kick I think that's in that category thankfully it's gone harmlessly wide for Sligo well I was never happier to be a liar as to call that the scoring goal because Galway are having awful trouble kicking into it and even that man Jake Slattery who has been brilliant all through the championship that's two bad whites he's had down at that goal and for a player of his quality inside the D there not a lot of pressure on other than the occasion of course and how important the score was uh, didn't manage to put it on target Ethan Carden's kick out went to the right wing back position but it's in Galway hands the referee has whistled for the mark but number 12 Fergal O'Shea gets on with it he's tackled by Dylan Walsh from over Gales he's taken him down the end line has he taken steps he's been smothered don't foul and it's a free out huge discipline for Sligo again three black jerseys converged Dylan Walsh Dylan McLaughlin Ross Chambers possibly Connor Johnson was in there as well they're all over in that corner big turnover right in the cornerback position but the downside is Sligo have to work it out of there now and they're being pressed right into that corner down to our left hand side from our stand position but Dylan Walsh from Harps gets it to Dylan Walsh from Omer Gales he tried the high hop over the shoulder but the ball has gone loose Gorey on the attack on the D number 13 that's going to drop short is it oh dangerous from Ethan Carden he collided with the post it has gone over the bar I'm not sure did he get a flick on that but he certainly collided heavily with the post and he is down in the AstroTurf goal mouth that's a giveaway for Sligo that's a cheap one that was a cheap one yeah and a great tackle that came in there because Dylan Walsh from Omer Gales is so good in possession of the ball he was just try trying to get the, the afterburners going but a challenge came in from the Galway player there and you know a point wasn't a bad result there because we had started to move out if there was a, a, a necklace of passes there there could have been a, a chance of a goal Ethan Carden did clash with the post there maybe not a bad time just to take the take the, the tempo out of it a bit because Galway have had the last two attacks and just before that after that great bit of defending I was thinking where could Galway go here there doesn't seem to be anything on and then they got that turnover and now it's back to a one point game yep Sligo trying to work the ball out of the right cornerback position ball squirted loose and it's back to a one point game Ethan Carden is hopping on his right leg he's been tested by Kellyanne Henry the physio and just to remind you of course today's game is brought to you thanks to Henry's Bar and Restaurant in Cashel Garen and also Sligo against New York this Saturday so short kick out short kick out for Sligo Galway through on goal it's Slattery he jinks left goal chance saved by Carden and claimed by Ross Chambers now if ever Sligo needed a kick in the backside to get moving with 10 minutes to go that's surely it con that's a huge let off 
Oh, huge let off. Now, Colm, you were sick of me playing this this record the whole time. That short kick out to a guy that's facing his own goals is only asking for trouble, even if you win it. And when you've got fast corner forwards in a round that can intercept, you're running the risk of a goal. And Eaton Carden, in fairness to him, made a fantastic save afterwards. But let the bloody ball out of there. We've enough of guys around the pitch. We've enough of hungry fellas on breaks at this stage of the game. We mentioned that a goal would be massive. If that was a goal there, that was Galway gone into a two-point lead. And, you know... You, this game is here for us this is our game let's not let's not hand it back to Galway 22 and a half minutes gone on the clock substitution, substitution for goal and number 24 Mike McGarrels from Mihal Brannox is coming in he was also used against Leitrim but over this ball this dead ball Killian O'Curran he's going to try and level proceedings the clock is ticking about 23 minutes on the clock a point, Sligo are a point to the good, but Galway have a 45 here into what Conor Mara calls the scoring goals. Let's hope he has jinxed it because Galway are shooting into those for the remainder. We have 23 minutes on the clock here. This is to level proceedings. The Galway sub, Fergal O'Shea, has come off. He's been replaced as O'Curran lines up. He has four points to his name already. All have been from the hand. This is his first from the deck. Yellow boots off the deck. Here we go. It's a, it looks good. Or is it pulled left? He has the distance, it's over the bar, it's level game. We're going down the stretch, this game is going to the wire, and remember, this game has to be decided tonight. We didn't want to see it, but wasn't that a beautiful kick? In the circumstances, under the pressure, it was under. So now we're asking of this team again, let's get going, let's see it happen again. And, and especially with the delay there, Con, as well. Delays never suit kickers, but by God, he split the post with a plan there. And a brilliant break off the kick out there, the little bit of luck goes Sligo's way, thankfully. Canis Mulligan has been involved in everything positive for Sligo this evening. And just as I say that he sliced a kick the sideline ball over the sideline. There's your commentator's curse for you. He won't thank me for that one. That's him off the St. Pat's sideline ball duties for the summer. Ah, put him in the middle. That's where you want him. Well, I hope I don't see Canis for a few weeks because that will mean he's still involved in black and white with Sligo. And that means they're progressing. Let's hope that's the case. We have about six minutes to go. Josh Flynn with a left-handed tackle around the middle of the field on Sam O'Neill. He makes him turn, but O'Curran, their man that makes a tick, is making them tick now. He's taking Conor Sheridan on. He's broken into the D on his favourite right foot. The shot is in. Is this the one to put them ahead? He turns, he punches the air. His sixth point of the evening. Ball will go one up. He is a block of a man. He is having some game. I thought he was good against Leitrim. Really, when the fat is in the fire here, he is the man that is turning up the volume from, from a Galway point of view, not to mix radio commentaries with flipping, with fires and so on and so forth. That was a great score. Now we have to look. Where is it going to come from? Who's going to lead the charge for us again? Well, Sligo have to put out a number of fires and Conor Mara's heart won't be any good now after another short kick out. Luke Cassidy is running into two tackles. We've lost possession. It's goal chance for Galway. Birmingham, left foot. Save, Carton. Is the rebound going to go in? Oh, Curran. Goal chance. Brilliant save again, Carton. A double save. But there's the short kick out danger again. But Sligo survive. Sligo can thrive if they get the ball up the other end. Galway, a point to the good. We're inside the last five minutes of normal time. Sligo, breaking through Ross's line, uses the foot, up the line to Josh Flynn. The ball is, it's in the hands of Dylan Walsh. He's beating the man, he's breaking towards the 21. We're looking for the leveller. He gives that loop pass to Luke Byrne. Back out to Ross's line. Have you the shooting boots on, Rossa? No. He goes back to Eastern Harps' man, James Kiernan, who has come on. Darrell Boyle. Here's Ross's shot. It's going to be short. Josh Flynn is in there. Keeper is fouled. Keeper is fouled. Josh Flynn is down injured. The two of them went for the ball. The two of them only had eyes for the ball. But 
the goalkeeper will always be given the benefit of the doubt there Josh Flynn has actually come off the worst for it there and in fairness to Josh I know him for years he's not a man to stay down no. unless there's something genuinely wrong with him I think he took a bang to the hip there he fell in the Astro yeah. maybe it was the surface that caused the damage Sligo have it all to do they're a point down it's 12-11 as you can see Dylan Walsh from Eastern Harp he's cajoling he's clapping his players come on lads he's saying Josh Flynn and the goalkeeper exchange a nice moment Zip say are you alright and they're back up in action but if we go back to that short kick out again why we do it I don't know not good for the heart but Eaton Carden had two world class saves off of the bad kick out that's three great saves he's made now if the ball went long he wouldn't need any of them but is that going to be what we're talking about afterwards long way to go yet long way to go yet we've 26 and a half minutes a lot can happen I don't expect that we'll only have 30 minutes. We'll surely have an extra 3-4 minutes due to the slight stoppages and substitutes. But Galway are in control by a point here in Tune Stadium. 27 minutes on the clock. Conor Marischout steps when a Galway man is in possession. But the play continues. Quick hands between Matthew Thompson and his midfielder Patrick Egan. Left-footed kick pass all the way out right in front of us here, right in front of Paul Henry. Galway are on the attack. Luke O'Connor, hand pass inside to the danger man, is it? No, he takes it on. It's in front of the danger man, the other danger man, number 14, Birmingham. But the Sligo men are back. Huge man, there's Fint, or Fintan O'Curran's younger brother, Killian O'Curran. Left-footed outside the boot from Galway. Brilliant score. A super score by Mike McGarrage. If you're watching that one, back on analysis he drilled it with the outside of his head he cut across it, across it beautifully as difficult as that is to say from a Sligo perspective Galway 13 Sligo 11 oh, oh short kick out gone astray again out to the 45 and Galway have the tails up here the shot is in it's miles short into Ethan Carden's hands again another let off from that short kick out con but Sligo coming out to Ross Chambers come on Sligo if ever there was a time to get your first goal in the championship now is the time it would be, and that man, Mac McGarrett, though sometimes you feel the quality of that score, it had a huge lift and feeling about it, but here we go again, these boys will never say that. Omar Gaze, Dylan Walsh, he's striding forward, he's inside the 45, he's in there at the 21, Luke Passer, Luke Byrne, dummy off the right, chips it over off the right, is it there, it's over, what a score! It drops into the net just above the crossbar, Sligo back within a point, with 28 and a half minutes gone, and Brian Byrne, the man from Curry, is in. Come on. And Brian came on at this stage in an under-20 Connacht final at Lasse and had a massive three or four minutes. Was involved in about three or four plays there, including the goal that were massive. Let's hope he can do the same again. And we'll not look, score from look where he's going, Con. He's going into the full forward line. He's gone right into the full forward line. We don't just need a goal yet. A point will do us, and then we'll be into we'll be into extra time. Yep. But what a game we have here! The quality, the quality of that score again from Luke Marin under huge pressure. We needed it so badly. Brilliant score. Ronan Island is the man who has with, uh, been withdrawn and Brian Byrne is in in his place but another kick out there there's a scrap in the middle of the field but the big blonde Sam O'Neill wins that scrap against two Sligo players he gets the foot pass away lovely little palm over the head by Birmingham into Jack Lonergan he just needs to chip it over Josh Flynn is chasing him he spills ball brilliant by Josh Flynn brilliant by Ross Sloan brilliant by Ross Chambers and he's fouled that he may as well brilliant. put a saddle on him the way he got up on his back there, Con. Oh. But Sligo are back in their right corner back position. Brian Byrne has now been picked up by Ian O'Donoghue. That's a better height match. But whatever happens in this game, Colin, you have to love this side. Josh Flynn is on a substitute corner forward. He's hobbling back up the way here. The ground that he made to get back there to make that tackle, that was a huge tackle. Because I think if that ball was over the bar, we four minutes ahead of us, but that ball over the bar with a two-point game. 
what heart there is in this Sligo team. We're literally ticking over the 30 minute mark now. We have four minutes to go. Sligo are a point down, 13-12. Sligo have huge spirit, huge heart, heart desire. Let's go and level it. Dylan Walsh takes the pass on Darrow Boyle. He's over the 45 again. Is he going to look for Luke Barron? Left footed, he takes a solo. He sold me with that dummy. He didn't sell Luke O'Connor with that dummy. Sligo need to work it round the horseshoe as Conor Mara talks about it. He talks about one side to the other. It's back in the centre with Josh Flynn to Brian Byrne, the fresh-legged curry man who's just into proceedings here. Sligo need to be extremely patient here. Don't fall into the goal with trap. Luke Castle comes at huge pace. Ross Chambers, number four and number two. And they're carrying it. They're carrying the fight to the tribesmen. Big hit. Is there going to be a free? Passes off. Darrow Boyle. He's going chance. Over the back. What a score, lad. We're on here about heart. Sligo team, a point down. We're going into injury time. The two guys involved, the last two passes before the score, are two cornerbacks. Ross Chambers, Luke Cassidy and Darrow Boyle, coolest personified. You hear Let's the Sligo roar? We have it levelled. Can we get the winner? We've three minutes to go. One minute of the allotted four is done. And Dylan Walsh is hounding the cornerback. He's going back towards his own goal. Huge pressure, but Jack Lonergan out the wing is loose here. And it goes into the hands instead of Colin McDonagh, but he's under pressure by Brian Byrne. Goal, it could get caught here. Sligo are hounding a massive number. Surely that steps. There could be a huge turnover here. Massive turnover for Sligo, almost. Jack Lonergan is going to get put over the sideline, is he? He's trying to ground. No, he's not. Canis is on it. Canis is scrapping on the ground. It's a throw ball right in front of the Sligo management team. They're nearly on top of the action themselves. Nobody is happy with the ref there. It looked like there was freeze every which way, so we'll take the hot ball at the end of it. In fairness, I thought, Byrne, on, a, I thought there was a foul on the goal, man, but Brian Byrne is in. There's two hips colliding. Brian Byrne has claimed it, but he's fallen on the ground. He has it in hand. Break out of that tackle. Canis has it. We're on the move. Can we get the winner? Canis is surely being tackled around the head. He gets it to Darrow Boyle. Two points to his name so far. We're in on the D. Luke Byrne has it. Left footed, is he going to try it? He's breaking out. Here's the shot. It's blocked. It's a brilliant block, to be fair. That cornerback has done brilliantly. He was tripped by Luke Byrne. The referee has given a free out. And we're eking over. We've 32 and a half minutes gone. It's 13-13. Sligo have got the equaliser. Can they push for the winner? If they can, they need to get the ball back because goal is number three, Aina Donoghue. The man from Killeraren is on the prowl here. He's breaking up the Sligo left wing back position. Luke O'Connor on ball, lovely kick pass. It's not a lovely kick pass. It is from a Sligo perspective. Dylan McLaughlin to Brian Byrne to Luke Barron. Is there a kick pass on? We're roughly on the 45. Patience, Sligo. Patience. One more chance. One more chance, Sligo. Ross Sloyne has it. He's going over to Canis on the midfield mark. Ross Chambers is on it on his left shoulder. We're breaking up the left wing forward position. We're in deep into injury time. It's level game. Josh Flynn, corner forward, has it. Sligo need to work it round into a shooting position. Canis is... The shot is in. Oh, it's come back off the crossbar. The keeper kind of caught it on the crossbar. That would have been the winner. This looks like extra time is written all over a con. Let's hope there's no counter-attack from Galway. I'm nearly taken at this stage because I think we look the much stronger side. I'd fancy us in, a, 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 in extra time. But, you know, we need to keep it down this side. As you said, the counter-attack is on here now. 25 seconds left. Galway are on the attack. Sligo need to get back in numbers. And they're slow to do so. Sligo have turned the man. Ross is going, but they're on the 45. 
There's 15 seconds left. The shot is in. A massive block by Connor Sheridan. It's still in goal of hands. Don't foul Sligo. Dylan Walsh has it. Calvin has Sligo. The try Sligo crowd are up. A high pass. Dylan Walsh Harps has it. Give it to Dylan Walsh over here. He's true. The equalizer is on. Please give the pass. Put it over. Yeah. Sligo 14, goal with 13. Dylan Watts from Harps is down to the sub. The referee says get on with it. Surely that's it. The kick out is there. The final is down there. Sligo, back to back current champions. Sligo, back to back current champions. How does that sound? How does that sound? 14 13. It's unbelievable scenes here. Oh, wait, the truth. Your two commentators here crying like fucking babies. That is just unbelievable. That's four at the end. The turnover. Oh, my Dylan, God. Dylan Walsh comes through. Let the hand pass go. It looked like it was going to come back off the crossbar. Rolls over the top of it and over. But we were on about character. We never had any doubt, Colin, that they had that character. At stages, it looked like it might happen for them. Golem produced a massive display here. Took a couple of great scores. Went two points ahead. But we found a way back. And we found a winner. And look at the joy out there on that pitch. Unbelievable. Sligo have won arguably their greatest victory in history. They've won away to Roscommon. They've won away to Mayo. They've now won away in what has traditionally been a graveyard for Sligo football here in Toome Stadium. Sligo have won it the hard way. The traditional big three. We've taken three big scalps. We're looking forward to an All-Ireland semi-final against Cork or Kerry. Who cares the opposition, Con O'Mara? Sligo are climbing. Sligo have back-to-back Connacht titles. Sligo have back-to-back Connacht under-20 titles. Colin, this is this is a massive, massive result for Sligo football because you know we have been in the doldrums for for so long. Look at what we've come through. You were involved with it with, with the minor team that 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 broke the seal there. As you said, back to back under 20 titles, and you mentioned there it's it's against the Munster champions in a semi final for the first time I would say in a long time before a Connacht final. We had Sligo supporters, Sligo football people looking to see what the other side of the draw was, and now we're looking at our carts and our carries, and we're not going, oh Jesus, that's it, isn't it great to win Connacht? These are a bunch of guys with an attitude. They do not care. They are first division footballers. These are the guys ahead of us here that are going to bring Sligo up through the divisions in the years to come. But what an occasion and brilliant and brilliant for everybody involved and all of the management there you get what you deserve and the, t- the management team and you know when you were involved with them you know them so well they work so hard they go to so many games all the analysis and all the work that goes through but back to the players and it is all about the players you go through it there like these guys are going to be household names in Sligo football Ross Chambers Luke Casserly you know the two cornerbacks they're stuck in everything big Connor Johnson Ethan Carden wait till we see those yes. saves again you, maybe he'll want to see them without the kickouts that went before the whole way through the two Dillons that started no. Dylan Walsh Dylan McLaughlin the other Dylan Walsh who comes on Ross is slime that bear who missed out with G in the minor through injury made that place his own brilliant Connor Sheridan worked his, worked his, worked you know, worked it through everything there. Canis Mulligan, that touch of class. Mark Medallion said, Ronan Nyland, Ross Doherty. Like, what men in the half-forward line? And inside, 
Luke Marin, he's just Seven unbelievable. Points. How many times in commentary do you say Luke Marin on the loop, a point yeah. for Sligo? Darrell Boyle, uh, I said I love him. I love him even more after that. Matt Henry, unfortunately, had to come off. He did his part against Mayo before. All of the bench, the guys who came on there, Josh Flynn, your own. I thought he had a huge game when he came on. Yeah, it's just diamond. absolutely brilliant. I, like we talk about Luke Marin on the loop, we might need to rename that move on the loop. <laughs> But Luke Marin with seven points. Darrow Boyle with two massive second half points off his weaker left foot. Matt Henry, unfortunately, had to be withdrawn with an injury early. And Josh Flynn came in. Matt Henry with a point. Josh Flynn with two points. Dylan Walsh from Ormore Gales. Oh, my God. He, he just bombarded his way through about 70 metres. And just languidly, casually, hand-passed the ball over the bar. It took a clip off the maroon spot in the middle of the crossbar and hopped its way over, to, over the bar to history. We are living in historic times for Sligo GA. Sligo, minor champions for the first time in 53 years, two years ago. Last year, it was the turn of the under-20s to win our first ever Connacht title at this grade. And now we've gone back-to-back for the first time in Sligo history. Add that to two senior colleges titles with St. Attractors and Summerhill this year. To back to win it is one thing, Con. To back it up and back it up is another. These are great days for Sligo football. And of course, looking forward to Sligo on Saturday against New York. We could be in another Connacht final. We could be in another Connacht final. And back to this group of players, and you know them, and you know some of them very, you know all of them, but you know some of them extremely well, lucky enough to do so as well. Like the character of these guys. Like they just, Sligo football is what it's all about. The effort that they put in, you know, they're all, they're mad for video analysis, they're mad for getting better. They don't have, there's no big head in that group their captain coming up here Canis Mulligan I know down in Galway how much they think of him they were bemoaning the fact in, in, in University of Galway that he was fresher this year that he couldn't play Sigerson for them he's a guy who's ready to step right into our senior team you ex- we expect to see him hopefully after we get you know to, we get, go into a Connacht final go win that Connacht final and set ourselves up rightly for, for the for, for the round robin that nobody is quite sure exactly how it works yet he's a man you want to see on championship pitches at senior football what a player Colm and you have the joy yeah, of looking after I him just, for the summer and just look Looking at the mass of black and white out in the middle of Tomb Stadium here. This reminds me of maybe the late 90s teams getting the Connacht Finals, the early 2000s, the early 2010s coming up short in senior finals and so many moral victories but not getting over the line. Canis Mulligan, like some of these guys have three Connacht medals. You know, that's, that's, un, that's almost, that's unparalleled. These guys are going to really be the fruit of Sligo success down the line and get us from Division 3 upwards. But as you said, Con, it's about the underage day. It's about a Tubber Curry man, a Sligo man, John Murphy, presenting the trophy to a St. Pat's man, Canis Mulligan, here in front of us. A historic moment here in Toome Stadium. And I let you listen in to the words of John Murphy, who's involved with Connacht GA, and Canis Mulligan from St. Pat's. And just... We're so privileged to take in this sea of black and white in front of us, Con. It's an absolute privilege to be here, and we'll try and leave you with the action here, and we'll get some aftermath, but let, I'll let you listen to the speeches here. I would like also to thank uh, today's referee, Liam Devinney, for the part he played in this outstanding spectacle, a spectacle which was our Connacht Under-21 final this evening. A truly great match, and I, again, I thank both teams and the officials. Uh, I would also like to thank uh, the Tume Stadium Committee for having the pitch in fine uh, playing order for us. It really was wonderful, and I thank the committee for all their hard work. Cobron Fern Galiv, Octom Kinte, Gobeglo Elogiv, Akanish, 
is an old domse and Brona, our corner Brona, our captain Stigok, Canis Mulligan for the second year in a row. Congratulations, Canis. Yeah, you lift it, off you go. Off you go, it's John Murphy, and Canis Mulligan, Murdo John from Darling um, firstly, I'd like to uh, commiserate the Galway team. Um, it was a very good game. They, we didn't make it easy. They didn't make it easy for us, and uh, they were credit to their uh, county. So I think they deserve a big round of applause. Uh, to our management team uh, and selectors. The amount of the work behind the scenes they put in, lads, is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, this cup is for them. It's the work that's done behind closed door that no one sees. And I think that they are the real powerhouse of uh, this competition and how we won today. So shout out to the lads, management team, selectors, physios, nutritionists. They deserve a big round of applause. <laughs> um, next to the these lads around me absolutely savage work away from them we didn't make it easier for ourselves today we had a tough road to the final um, three away games all the big dogs but Sligo are now a fucking big dog so it doesn't matter <laughs> sorry apologies um <laughs> and lastly, to all the Sligo people, it's a savage time to be a Sligo supporter. And today, thank you very much. Sligo the Martian. And we're back here in Tune Stadium. Canis has lifted the cup and he said, Sligo are now the big dogs. Well, Sligo have done it back to back and they won't fear what's to come. Dylan McLaughlin is shouting up here. Some of the Sligo players, what a day. Brian Byrne, massive influence when he came in. Joshy Flynn, I look at Luke Cassidy there in the pace. He took ball out at John Murphy is applauding every single one of them, shaking hands with them. Myself and Conor here, he mentioned it earlier, we're almost teary-eyed looking at this, but they're tears of joy. We talked about Sligo being first out onto the pitch in the second half, and could they be first over the line here? And by God, they were first over the line. They were, they were three points to nil down early on. They took two heavy knocks. We talked about that Luke Casserly incident at the end of the first half. We hoped that that wouldn't come back and haunt us. We conceded the first two of the second half and we looked under a bit of pressure. But spirit, guts, bravery, what a team, what players. And, a, and huge credit to the management team as well, Con, to be fair to them. You know, they were given the job where it might have been easy. And I know this is an awkward one where you were involved with last year's one. You know, and Sean Carroll, our county chairman, was under maybe could have got caught between stools there which management team does he go between but at the end of the day Sligo have back to back under 20 Connacht championships and we can't crib about that oh 100% and like you know we were we were lucky and privileged to work with that team last year and, and to win a Connacht title I guarantee you every one of our management team you know we've been sending messages to these guys we would cheer these lads on and on because these guys as we said are the future of Sligo football but you come back to you come back to a word that is now in Sligo football and that word is belief Colm you mentioned earlier about moral victories I played enough of times with Sligo where we were unlucky let a team get away we got back within a couple of points you know this could have been that could have been this team 
dream, you never get that feeling about it. Even when things go wrong, you still have that belief. No wonder we had in them last year when it all looked gone down to 14 men against Mayo and things not going away. These guys find a way. They have great belief. And these guys, as I mentioned, are the, these are the future. What a future we have in the black and white going forward and more coming up behind. These guys are going to be... I'll go back to when I was lucky enough in 94 95 to be playing under 21 as it was at that time. That made the bones of the Sligo team that gave us such great days out in Croke Park, you know, running the eventual All-Ireland winners to, to a replay, Armagh getting bet in Navin and all the supporters around that time. That was a glorious time for Sligo football. You know, we went on through that, but that was made from an under, a couple of under-21 teams that came together. Those guys were brought through by the likes of Mickey Moore and by the likes of Peter Ford straight into the senior. That's what has to happen now with these guys. Let's get these guys through into senior. We're in Division 3. You know, it's not the high-end stuff, but it's still inter-county football. Let's get them in there. Let's get them to learn their trade because this is a side in five to six years Sligo should be up at the top end of Division 2 pushing for Division 1 and these are the guys that are going to get us there and these are the guys that are bought in to do it because this is all they know Conor Mara says those were the great days we said these are the great days unparalleled unrivaled success in Sligo's history back to back Connacht titles and just looking at men like Paul Taylor down there former Sligo manager former Sligo player Tommy Brehany managed Sligo to 07 success against Galway as well that was in the hide on that occasion I see Owen Morgales men hugging drunk cliff men I see Curry men fist pumping with Tubber Curry men I see Ross Asline from Eastgate North East South West they've come together as one unit as Ross Ross Donovan walking around the pitch picking up bottles that's pick just up, pick it up. well you see Ross is a big game for the Masters against London on Saturday that's what he's worried about now he's he's trying to get his head clear for that what a bad is he unbelievable uh, he's a some stunning. character he was introduced he was part of our commentary last week briefly but what a historic day I almost don't want to leave the airwaves here Con. what a historic moment an absolute privilege to bring you the action here from Toome Stadium from St. Jarlett's Park uh, just in the distance we see Dylan Walsh from Eastern Harps doing an interview with TV I'm not sure was he or who was awarded man the match it doesn't matter what does matter is that Sligo have won the Connacht Under 20 Championship for the second year running they've done it in the most difficult fashion away to Roscommon away to Mayo away to Galway they won't give two hoots who they come up against next Con my sincere thank you to you for your company this evening Privilege. Austin, it's an absolute privilege to hand back to you where Sligo are Connacht champions again.